Welcome. I'm Katherine Damon, and I'm a licensed professional counselor. And I'm Julie Maxey, and I'm a licensed attorney. And, and together, together we are, we are the, counselors. the counselors. Damn it. Hello, hello, hello. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. <laughs> uh, hi, bud. Hi. How are you? I'm good. My laptop mm-hmm. is, I think, have has become the slowest computer in the world. Oh, no. Did you get a virus? <laughs> no, it's just old. Okay. <laughs> I, I bought this laptop in 2012. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but that goes to say a lot about Macs, right? Right. Mine is 2014, and I thought... I thought I was having some struggles. <laughs> did you update yeah. did you update to the new thing? Uh can you be more specific? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I cannot. <laughs> um <laughs> you know, operating system or something. Oh no, mine can't even. <laughs> <laughs> mine can't. <laughs> nice. So I was like the last generation that that was cut off from the newest update. Oh, that's yeah. that's real. That's rough. I'm so sorry. So, I should um my condolences. Ask for a new <laughs> I should ask for a new laptop for Christmas. You should have tried to get one on Black Friday. I didn't even think about it. Well. Yeah. Cuz you know, I don't really use it that much. Oh. Cuz my phone does everything. I mean, it's true. You do have a handheld computer on you at all times. And then, you know, most of the day I'm at work anyway. Do you have a desktop there? You using a you using a Windows? I do. I have an HP. <laughs> nice. But you know what? It was brand new when I started there, and it has. I've not had any problems with it. So, does it still have Minesweeper on it, though? No Minesweeper, but there is the the Microsoft like app store which means you know you can kind of download whatever uh game you want you download free cell <laughs> mahjong <laughs> mahjong for sure you know what i genuinely like a little mahjong every now and then <laughs> free ski um i wish i knew oh, how to yeah i wish i knew how to play i have a lot of good memories playing that free ski game in my uncle ferdy's house oh that's beautiful <sighs> He's a really great guy with a really great computer game. Um, <laughs> you know how people play, is it still called Mahjong when people are playing it in fours? Yeah, I think so. I want to know how to do that. Like how old ladies will do in the movies? Yes, like in Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or wait, was it Crazy Rich Asians? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, because she goes and beats her. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, this is why you yes. should study game theory. Yes. <laughs> because they wouldn't have got married if she'd have lost, you know? Exactly. So you got to learn how to win Mahjong so you can marry a hunky man. A rich Asian. <laughs> a rich Asian. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. Somebody's got to. So what's that girl's name? Constance Wu? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, she's great. A, yeah. 
She's great. I still, even if she doesn't like her job, I still enjoy um, Fresh Off the Boat. I've only seen like one episode of that show, but it, I remember laughing out loud. Yeah. At her character, whatever she said. She, she says funny things. Yeah. 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 Um, so speaking of our podcast. Yes. Um, we've been getting a lot of really positive feedback. Really? First of all, we're rated five stars on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> who did that? I th- we have like two people who rated us. <laughs> so thank you to Anonymous Raiders. Yes, thank you so much. Um, but I do like, I do have some issues. Okay. I'm getting like a lot of great feedback from my friends about you. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. Here's- and I'll share this with you now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know at least one of my friends mm-hmm. has listened to our podcast. Mm-hmm. And she loves it. And she thinks that you're hilarious. And she said, it's just so fun to sit and listen to you guys talk. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, thank you. Uh, I, I told my wife, mm-hmm. I was like, who wouldn't want me and Julie in their ears for 50 minutes? And then she just, she just kind of looked away. Like she definitely did not want us in her ear for 50 minutes. Wow. But I, but I told her that's okay. Just her being my beautiful wife is all I need. She doesn't also have to listen to an extra 50 minutes of me on a podcast. (laughs) We'll let it go this time. But Bay, if you're listening, I love you. Hey, Kat, what are you asking for for Christmas? Oh, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want some nice slippers. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Like some... I asked for some thermal socks. So. Ooh, so things yeah. we say now for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that because I'm tired of having cold feet. You know what? It's 2019. Your feet shouldn't be cold. Right? Literally or metaphorically. You know what? No more cold feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 2020, no cold feet. <laughs> um, also, I know my wife has been consulting with um, her personal shopper for me. Shout out. Sure. To my friend Nikki, um, who helps everyone's spouse shop for them. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a really great lawyer, but also she helps confused husbands shop for their wives. Which, I mean, really about as important. Equal, equally important tasks. It's true. It's true. Um, I feel like I had a question for you. Oh, I lost my page. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, great. I got it back. Okay, I got it back. <laughs> um... Oh, yeah. So the reviews that I'm getting about you, you have a cute laugh. Thank you so much. I have to say, I have not hated my voice as much as I thought I would. And I was like, oh, my laugh is not as bad as I thought it was either. (laughs) No, you sound great. Remember I told you the other day, I think, like, I was wondering if I was a serial killer because I actually enjoy listening to my voice. 
mm-hmm. on the podcast. And I remember hating my voice recorded back in the day. So I don't know if that's growth or just narcissism. I think it's a, yeah, a mix of both. <laughs> and for me personally, I feel mm-hmm. like my voice has got a little like raspier. Mm. So maybe I like that better. That's I a like good... a little husk to my voice. <laughs> That's a good quality in a voice. Thank you. Um, also, my friend Logan wants to meet you. I've been wanting to meet Logan for I mean, everyone wants to meet time. Logan. She's pretty great. And you're great, too. I mean, sorry. I didn't mean to imply you're not great. Oh, gosh. Yeah, well, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you're great Um, you're great you're great what was that one video we used to watch where they'd go back and forth (laughs) I'm married to the lord (laughs) (laughs) you know which one I'm talking about I know which one you're talking about no I'm married to the lord I think that was (laughs) was that family guy I think so no, I'm thinking of the one where the guy dresses up as the girl and, like, pretends to be, like, a ditzy girl. And then um, the girl from the other sister, they're at a bar together, and they're like, no, thank you. Okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm going to post it on the Twitter so you can get your memory jogged. We've said that so long to each other that I was just under the impression it was our own joke, but. You know what? It could be. <laughs> honestly at this point we've made so many jokes so many jokes too many jokes um have you been paying attention to um um impeachments well yeah i mean yes i had a busy day today mm-hmm. but so my tv was on but muted most of the time mm-hmm but I'd so you, hear some so you just stuff. saw Doug Collins like flailing his little <laughs> his, his arms around and like I saw like, the clip with like him an angry like mannequin insulting uh, the woman that was the you know what I'm talking about <laughs> the woman ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes the woman. Um, is it the same woman who apparently murdered uh, Baron Trump? Yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the one. That's the one. Yeah. And I saw her say, I'm insulted oh. by that. And I was like, oh, come on now. She said it. She's insulted and it will not stand. I had a really busy day. Um, so I didn't get to watch much. But as you can tell, mm-hmm. I've seen some clips. And I've picked up a little from the Twitter. That's all you need because all the rest is basically filler. (laughs) It's true. It's true. I just need, I need someone else to like watch everything for me and just like spoon feed me um, clips of impeachment in between memes of baby Yoda. I need to find out what this baby Yoda is from. It's from that new, um, that new Star Wars show on Disney plus. Um, is that the, the, Ma- Mandalorian? the Mandalorian? Man, I'm so out of it. Like, I'm not sure if I said that correctly, but I'm just going to go with it. I said it with confidence. 
I think that's how it is. Yes. Phonetically, it is anyway. Yes. Um, we watched one episode and Ashton fell asleep. So I'm debating whether, like, we're going to commit to watching it together. So we have to wait to be together and she has to be awake. Or if I'm just going to watch it. <laughs> She'll be all right. She'll live. If I just watch it? or if Yeah. It, okay. If I just watch it and I get in trouble. You blame it on me. I will. And she I'm likes far you. Away. <laughs> she, she likes you a lot, so she'll allow it. Sometimes I do yes. shenanigans and then like I blame you and then it's like, oh, that's okay. <laughs> and I'm like, excuse me. You know what? That that makes what? me happy. Good. But I'm I'm glad I can get you out of trouble because I feel like growing up, you always got me in trouble. It's correct. Yes, that is one hundred percent true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember that time we got um, in-school suspension for stealing a plant? (laughs) True story. (laughs) It was the uh, Valentine's Day banquet. That was 100% my fault. I don't... Yeah, it was. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, what would we have, like, half-day ISS? Yeah, we had this... We had to sit. We didn't even get to have it together in the same room at the same time. Mm-mm. We had to have it at different times in Miss Keith's room. Ah, uh, Miss Keith. Her <laughs> <laughs> um, second appearance on our podcast. Sorry, third episode and second reference <laughs> to Mrs. Keith, whom before we started this, I had not thought of in an easy fifteen <laughs> to twenty years. Oh man, I hope she's doing well. You know what? I hope I hope the best for her. She she was frightening. I hope she's less frightening. I hope she's retired, honestly. This is my journey that I hope for her. <laughs> okay. I hope she's retired. Yes. I hope she moved to a climate that was enjoyable for her. <laughs> I was going to say to like the beach, but I don't know. That might not be um her speed. Yeah, I don't I don't know. You know, she might be one of those like winter people. You know what? She probably is because mm-hmm. Purple Mountain's majesty. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is specifically <laughs> for people who went to Cathedral Christian School and <laughs> And no one else. <laughs> oh, sh- <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, it's fun to laugh about our trauma now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's good. Um, and with that, <laughs> should we just fill in the rest of the world that her favorite color was purple? <laughs> her favorite what color was purple? It still might be. We don't know. Might, might still be. Who knows? Miss Keith, if you're listening, call us. <laughs> Let us know. Let us know, Miss Keith. Or if anyone has contact with Miss Keith, please let us know. Well, you know that Kathy Ladd is friends with her daughter. You mean Catherine? <laughs> Catherine Hill. Sorry. Hill. I couldn't remember her last name. <laughs> 
And we know she's listening. Hey, girl. She better be listening. If she's not listening, that that's just mean to herself. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> shout out. Shout out to the lads. Also, this is the second <laughs> time we've referenced a lad on this podcast. So... Again, this podcast is specifically for anyone who attended Cathedral Christian School from the years 1989 to 1990. I finished in 99. Yeah, I was going to say like 98, 99. Yeah. So just that decade. It was a strong decade at Cathedral Christian School. Um, all right. Well, let's get, let's, get into, let's get into our jams. Let's do it. It's the greatest church in the wide world. You know what? Sometimes I think that we had a song that we sang as children about how our church was the best church in the world. (laughs) And how absolutely, like, insane that is. (laughs) I'm laughing too hard. Your laugh is cute, but not that cute. (laughs) My glasses are fogging up. (laughs) All right. All right. Are you going first or why? I want you to go first. Okay. I'm going to clear my throat, okay? Okay. Just chilled your ears. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, by the way, yes. I finally got headphones with a microphone. Ooh. So my sound quality will be better this week. Fantastic. What were you talking on? Were you just like talking just... into your phone? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell, but that's funny. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's... Hello, podcast. This is Julie. <laughs> I mean, I had it on like speaker. Oh, that was good quality then. I couldn't even tell it was on speaker. Yeah, girl. Wow. So, uh, but now it's going to be even better. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or I hope. <laughs> well, here's hoping. Cool. Here's hoping. All right. So this week, yes. I have a serious topic. Well, we both have serious topics. Equally and important. Mm-hmm. Equally important. My topic is campaign finance reform <laughs> so <laughs> walking in the <laughs> Woo! yeah <laughs> so this is relevant this week mm-hmm. i feel because yesterday well it will have been a few days ago by the time anybody's listening to this mm-hmm. uh one of the Front runners in the Democratic primary dropped out. Kamala Harris. I miss you, Kamala. Is it Kamala? It's Kamala, like a comma and then a lot. Mm. I'm gonna call her Kamala. You know, so... as long as you don't, as long as you don't meet her, you can call her whatever you want. That's true. As long as you don't say it to her face. Oh my gosh, what if she's listening? Oh my god, <laughs> that would like make my life. <laughs> Well, then she stops listening because she doesn't like you said, how you, she said your name. You said her name. 
Kamala, darling. Senator Harris. We love you. <laughs> I mean, really, like, someone that is very inspiring to women in the legal profession, as as well as just being a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, it was surprising to see that she dropped out of the race because she was kind of that top tier of candidate. She had already um, qualified for the December debate. I know. It surprised me with the timing because she'd yeah. already got into that debate. So there's people are saying and people are was, saying what are you Donald saying, Trump now? I can point to some specific Twitters. <laughs> people are actually saying this. Okay. okay. <laughs> I trust um, your research. And honestly, it was my first thought as well that I think she made a deal mm. with someone. This is um, name rhyme with ho. Um. Oh, his first name. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking last name, and I'm like, who is she talking about? Uh, yeah, his first does name his, rhymes with does ho. his last name rhyme with Leiden? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And that is I what think... that is actually what people are saying. Yeah, I've seen. And that. it's not the worst idea that Joe Biden ever had, if it's true. I mean. Yes. It's actually probably one of the best ideas he's had. It's definitely the best idea he's had on this campaign. Mm-hmm. Well, when you think, like, who... I mean, I guess if you followed politics closely, you knew who Joe Biden was before he was on the vice presidential ticket. But, um, you know, before that, he wasn't a household name. You may have known him from his previous runs for president. Did you? I did not. Oh. But I when did. he started running, I did find out that there were two other ones. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. But you have to think, like, okay, his biggest political success was with a man of color. Correct. So. Being his little buddy. Yeah. It, like, keep doing what you know. <laughs> right. Like, if it ain't. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Apparently his strategy is keep a likable, intelligent black person next to you. Mm-hmm. And you will keep succeeding. He, I, I would... I think he'll try at least. Yeah. And you know, before people were saying like, oh, he might try to bring in Stacey Abrams. She Not ain't... Stacey Dash. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do not confuse the two. <laughs> like I did. Um, yeah, so it, it was uh, breaking news of the day mm-hmm. that she had dropped out of the race. The other side of it is she was running a campaign as a top-tier candidate. So that cost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, did she have donors? Of course she did, especially in the beginning. But... She ran into a problem for whatever reason, and she couldn't c- quite gain traction that some of the other candidates did. Mm-hmm. And I think you could point to, I don't think it's one thing. I think it's probably a mixture of factors of why that happened, but it did. And mm-hmm. so to keep on that trajectory of 
you know, bringing in those donations just wasn't happening. And to keep um, up with the campaign that she had been running as a top tier candidate, apparently was going to have to go into debt. Mm -hmm. And also it's got to be harder and harder. You'll you'll probably touch on this, but harder and harder to keep a campaign afloat when more dudes are jumping in and with their millions of dollars, just, you know, right. That they can spend willy nilly. So, you know, we are, how, how far away is the Iowa caucus? Um, oh, I had that date. It's what? Uh, January, it... February. I was going to say March. Oh, was it March? Someone should, someone should fact check us. <laughs> Please call in. <laughs> Let us know uh, in the Iowa caucus is. <laughs> so, uh, man, I know I forgot my point. Oh, no. How far away is the Iowa caucus? That's what you were talking about. Oh, what I was going to say is these guys are jumping in, you know, well into the race. I mean, how many debates have there already been? People have already come into the race and dropped out. Like, <laughs> right. We've been doing this for a while now. And, uh, well, I guess Tom Steyer threw his hat in the ring pretty early. Yeah. But then now, as of what last week, you have Michael Bloomberg, who mm-hmm. is a billionaire and also the former mayor of New York. Um, yeah throw his hat in the ring because he feels like none of the current candidates can beat Donald Trump. And these are two guys that have, I mean, limitless, you know, assets or whatever cash, whatever funds they would need to run ads, which I saw my first Bloomberg ad this week, by the way. Oh, congrats. Um, (laughs) Thank you. Um, you know, nothing's going to stop them, even if nobody wants them in the race. (laughs) Right. Uh, Which brings us back to the issue of campaign finance reform. Mm -hmm. Part of us being a democracy is that our government represents us as citizens. And You know, we pay our taxes and we elect these leaders to go work for us. Mm -hmm. And when you and I, as individuals, have a couple thousand dollar cap on what I can contribute to a candidate per year. Mm Mm-hmm. But corporations, special interest groups, um, or these super PAC members, these ultra-wealthy donors that are just able to pour in, you know, hundreds of thousands, um, millions, or these guys that just do it on their own and have billions of dollars at their disposal, mm-hmm. how... How can that possibly create a level playing field for candidates, yeah. especially candidates that 
have a background in public service, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, ones that maybe actually have the experience and know how the government works. Imagine that. Imagine having leadership that actually knows how the government works. That would be. You neat. remember that? <laughs> I feel like that was a long time ago. Yeah. So the deal with with camping it was a lifetime ago at this point. <laughs> camping finance. It are elected officials at, at different times throughout history have tried to um, create laws that limit the impact um, and these ultra wealthy donors can have on on these elections because what happens is you know 95% of people are contributing a couple thousand dollars right Mm -hmm. well the ones that are contributing millions are the ones that the politicians are paying attention to and interested in catering to they don't care about you and me yep they want to cater to those special interest groups uh the lobbyists that you know pad their pockets Mm -hmm. yep and that leaves i mean the ultra majority of americans out in the cold um and that's that's a problem because it's our government and they're supposed to work for us well, uh, back in 2010, well, the law passed uh, in the early 2000s, and it was a campaign finance reform bill. I think John McCain was one of the sponsors. It was a bipartisan bill. They got it, they got it passed to severely limit what these corporations and special interest groups could uh, contribute to elections. Mm -hmm. And in 2010, the Supreme Court ruled on a case uh, regarding that that bill and said that, uh, and I'm not going to quote Justice Kennedy's opinion on it, but basically saying corporations have free speech, and if we put a limit on this, we're limiting their free speech. Mm-hmm. Because corporations are, in fact, people. In the eyes of the law, they are. Mm-hmm. And that's nuts to me. You, it is. In most areas of the law, it works. Mm-hmm. In politics, it doesn't work because corporations can't vote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they can't. Um, contrib- you know, they, they're not real people like you and I that go to the voting booth and submit and have our, um, you know, opinion or, or submit our opinion, our two cents on this. But the, the other thing, too, is, you know, with a corporation, yeah, maybe it's here in the U.S., but there's nothing to say that the people running that corporation are actually Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, and so consider the foreign influence uh, that can happen through that avenue. 
Um, and that's always been one of the biggest fears and biggest issues uh, when it comes to these sort of things is that foreign influence. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we're, we're here again, right? Foreign influence in our, in our elections. Yeah. You know, I've never thought about it from so, that perspective. What perspective? The perspective of corporations, um, you know, money through corporations is actually foreign money moving into our elections. Yeah. 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 It's grown to be, especially since that case, which mm-hmm. if anybody's curious, it's Citizens United versus the Federal Election Commission. Um, since that case, I mean, it has exploded. Mm-hmm. And not to any of our benefit. Mm-hmm. You know, the people that benefit from this are such a small group, a, a fraction of a percent of the population. Mm-hmm. How much people say 1% of the population owns what, like 80% of the wealth? Something in our, wild in our like country. that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you look at these politicians that are essentially bought and paid for by these corporations and special interest groups. And what I mean by special interest groups are groups like the NRA, mm-hmm. um, the food lobby, big pharma, those sort of um, lobbying groups that are incredibly powerful and basically have limitless resources when it comes to money. There are 435 congressmen. Mm-hmm. And Uh, I read today that out of, you know, every two years, all of them have to be reelected or try. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess they don't have to try if they don't want to. They can quit. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? They're up for reelection every two years. And only 14% of those races are competitive. Wow. Which means... 61 out of 435 races are actually competitive because of this exact reason. These companies, these special interest groups pouring money into these candidates' pockets. And because of that, those candidates refuse to, what, vote against the NRA, mm-hmm. um, you know, really take big pharma to task for what they've done to drug prices. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the list is endless on these issues I could, you know, bring up, but people now are saying, okay, well, not now. I mean, for a long time, people have talked about how we fix this. And, you know, people talk about different ways, fixing gerrymandering, right? Mm -hmm. So I think... Where was it? In North Carolina last year, there was a big gerrymandering case that came up. I feel like Pennsylvania um, and North Carolina both had ones last year. Yeah. I, well, and it's an issue everywhere because those district lines are fixed after every census. Mm-hmm. And next year we have a census. Yeah. Allegedly. Um, <clears throat> allegedly. If all the immigrants don't take it over. <laughs> is, it, is that the conspiracy theory that's, that's floating? Something I like that? I think that's what's going to happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
how how do we go about fixing this issue? How do we fix it? It uh, well, one of the ways is eliminating gerrymandering, mm-hmm. and people say, um, you know, having an independent commission fix these boundary lines, <clears throat> so it's neither party. Mm-hmm. And what, <clears throat> I feel like a lot of people don't know that it is the state legislature, right? That that draws those lines. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those seemingly innocuous elections that go on every few years in your state, those people have a real impact on our federal, you know, national level elections. Mm-hmm. Um, another option is ranked voting, which they do in Australia. What's that? So you basically, so say for president, you have every single candidate Mm -hmm. in a list and you go through and you rank your number one choice, number two, all the way through. Okay. And so it doesn't, it eliminates that Democrat, Republican, there's no way anybody else can win. Okay. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. It takes that out of the equation and it opens up the field to a lot more people um, that, you know, are bringing fresh ideas, but don't have the backing of a major party or these special interest groups. Right. So okay. um, automatic voter registration. Uh, yeah. Love that. I, I don't understand. Why, well, I do understand why, you know, it's not a thing. Mm hmm. No, automatic voter registration and automatic um, organ donor mm-hmm. status, I feel like should happen. I feel like both of those should just happen. Also, automatic. What else should be automatic? Like supersonic. Tax, tax returns. They just like do it, it for you. Europe, yeah, because they already have all the information. I mean, they really do. They don't need me to go to TurboTax. Right. Like, the government, the the firm I work for pays taxes, and they create those forms that I need that I don't need to actually do anything. You just, but, you just put your uh, dad out of a job. I'm sorry, Dad. <laughs> okay, we'll strike that one. We'll strike that one. I mean, we'll put that we'll put that one in the maybe pile. <laughs> Another idea that that uh, came out several years ago now is uh-huh. voter vouchers. What's that? So every voter is given a fifty dollar voucher, and I they like can that use that already. throughout the election cycle for. Any party, any candidate, any level, whether it's primary or general, mm-hmm. they can choose how that $50 is spent. Oh, that's cute. Which I think the number I read earlier was that that would generate around $6 billion in election funding. Wow. Um, that number, that yeah, that number seems right. That six billion dollars wouldn't be coming from a corporation or a special interest group. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it's actually from the constituents that the politician is elected to serve. I think that's actually a strong idea. I think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I, I, I read uh, about a possibility to you know really attack this is taking that same track that you know they did for same-sex marriage. Mm-hmm. That they did for, and other things through the years, women being able to vote. Suffrage, which sounds like a bad thing, but it's really a good thing. Why does it have such a bad name? <laughs> I don't know. Um, <clears throat> but they get <laughs> law passed in a state. Uh-huh. And then after a while, one state, a couple states, then another few states... Right, and it starts to just pop up more and more and more and more, mm-hmm. and then bef- it finally like kind of reaches this point, and it becomes federal law. That's another um, st- strong way to approach it. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want to get rid of corruption in their government? The corrupt. That's it, right? I mean, this is this is not red versus blue conservative versus liberal this is really like okay maybe you're a bad person but other than that like everybody wants <laughs> you know corruption to be rooted out um you know we're at a point in our nation where like okay corruption's at the forefront because we have this whole you know impeachment trial going on and all this we'll see how it ends up Mm-hmm. I do f- fear. No, I guess fear is not the right word. I think something has to be done with campaign finance reform or possibly in our lifetimes. I mean, what's even the point of voting, right? Well, yeah. And that's how they, you know, that's that's what the ones who aren't popular but want the power that's why they mm-hmm. keep, you know, pushing for these unfair processes because they know yeah. the more people are, um, you know, discouraged to vote, the more power they can keep. Exactly. Where's, where is the incentive to do the right thing? Yeah. It's, it's not there. And did you watch the laundromat? I made you watch that, right? I only watched half of it, and then we got bored, but you told me the end was good, so I got to go back. Oh, you still have... Okay, I see. <laughs> <laughs> so, that I've movie been, is about... I've been busy watching memes of Baby Yoda. All right, I'll forgive you for it. Thank you. <laughs> um, that, that movie is about uh, something that happened in real life called the Panama Papers. What happened is these papers were leaked and it exposed this international, um, basically these companies, hundreds and thousands of them were created as tax shelters for wealthy people to hide their money so that they wouldn't have to pay taxes. Uh, And this is going on around the world. And so like a person figured this out and exposed it and uh, I mean there were 
there were wealthy people all over the world that were hit with it. Um, billions of dollars were being sheltered that were, uh, I think I wrote the number down somewhere. I don't remember now, but you know, these tax loopholes, we, what, two years ago, we just passed, they just passed tax law that gave tax breaks to the ultra wealthy or not even the ultra wealthy, just the wealthy. Mm -hmm. Um, and these corporations and you know these these guys that are it's it's the cycle right in front of us right these guys pat their pockets pat the the pockets of the politicians you like that alliteration because i do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then they write laws that benefit them you know last year 60 of the uh, 60 Fortune 500 companies did not pay a single dime in taxes. Oh, that makes me so enraged. Yeah, so you and I paid more in taxes than Amazon, Mm -hmm. than Apple, than Chevron. Um, You know, it is these, these huge household name companies that didn't pay a dime uh, because of these tax loopholes. And that's why I'm never surprised when like a company is outed for like the owner voting for a Republican. Yeah. I'm like never surprised by that because I'm like, why would the owner of like, I don't know, Disney or whatever, like want to support a Democrat because then they're just going to, not you know they'll only make a hundred billion dollars that year instead of like you know eighteen hundred billion yeah yeah the uh the companies um that didn't pay taxes i think their overall profits were like 80 billion dollars oh that's so nuts and then they're like how are we gonna pay for people to have health care yeah well Well, yes okay that's my exact point You already knew where I was going with this. I, I did a little bit of math. Uh huh. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no no no. You go. You go. So, it, I I looked up how much people estimated it would cost to do Medicare for all, mm-hmm. universal health care, whatever you want to call it, and I think last year the healthcare industry the costs were three point five trillion dollars, mm-hmm. which comes to like ten thousand dollars a person. Um. Now, do I think that that would be the real number, you know, if we really did that? No, probably not, because people would have access to preventative care and all kinds of things that they don't currently have. So they wouldn't need the big surgery because they had, you know, X, Y, and Z early on. Blah, blah, well, blah. they say, though, when those policies, like when um, ACA first kicked in, there was an influx of costs because all the people who hadn't been the doctor in like forever finally got to go yeah so there there were all these people who needed like you know like amputations and like major surgeries because like their health had deteriorated for so long because they hadn't gone to the doctor but then of course you look at that people are finally able to access it so over time all those costs decrease greatly well right yeah it's it's the long term look at it 10 years 15 years 20 do- years down the road and 
those costs, like you said, I mean, go down year after year. I really think that that would be true. Mm-hmm. Um, $3.5 trillion. We'll just stick with that number for right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, that, that is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I don't personally have that in my account right now. I got that in my couch cushions. <laughs> I looked up the top 10 wealthiest Americans. Mm-hmm. And last year, their total net worth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, was... Um, what was it? I'm on the edge of my seat. It was about $560 billion. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So if you literally put a 50% tax on the, on only those 10 people, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you would be able to generate $280 billion. (laughs) That is insane. That's like nuts numbers. Yeah. And, and by the way, all those people would still have more money than they could spend in, I mean, numerous lifetimes. Oh, yeah. Like, they said, like, Bill Gates has to spend, like, 18 million, like, I don't know, some, like, million dollars a day to even get through his yeah. money. Yeah. He's making it so fast, and- he can't even spend it fast enough. Yeah. If you tax those people... At 75%, you would generate $422 billion. You sound like Elizabeth well, Warren right now, and I'm here for it. Yes, Mama Liz is channeling through me. Woo! And, you know, I, I read that same, well, I didn't read that same thing about Bill Gates, but talking about if we took, for instance, Liz Warren's, um, you know, ultra wealth tax. Mm-hmm. And applied it to the wealthiest man in the country, Bill Gates. He would have. He would have to pay like seventy, like seventy-five billion or seventy-nine billion or something, in taxes. <laughs> Which is, I mean, a huge, huge amount. However, mm-hmm. he would still have like seven billion dollars to live off of. I think he could feed Which his is, family with that. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, he might he is, might need to start using a coupon though. <laughs> it's just it's insane to me that it's a problem for some of these average Joes that make like fifty thousand dollars a year. And they're like, yeah. What? Our taxes. It's like, no fool. Yeah. <laughs> We're not talking about you. <laughs> yeah, that tax cut wasn't for you, Jimmy. <laughs> you don't even, you don't even uh, make six figures. That's not for you, <laughs> sweetie. Well, my my money went up. Mm, did it? Did it? <laughs> and and they also gave corporations incentives um, for like stock purchase options 
<laughs> so it's like that extra money that they got, they just bought more of their own company back. Oh yeah. <laughs> their yeah. stock went up. Like the like... the the lie that they were gonna like, oh yeah, with all this extra money we're gonna put it into jobs. No, you're not. Mm-mm. No. You're gonna you're gonna put it into mink coats or what kind of toilet paper do you think the super rich use? What do you think it's made of? Ooh, I don't know. Do they use toilet paper or do they just use a bidet? Oh, maybe. Do you still have to use toilet paper if you use a bidet? Um, just to, like if you want to dry off if you don't have one of those fans. <laughs> well, I bet they have the fans, too. They probably have a fan, yeah. yeah they could splurge for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I wonder sometimes. I'm using, I'm using some scratchy-ass scott tissue because i can't because i'm trying to save some money and i you think, know what do billionaires use to wipe their butts i'm not willing to budge on my cottonell you know what i respect that <laughs> i want to feel pampered sometimes <laughs> well then you better become a millionaire and then you can use that fancy mink toilet paper or whatever they're using <laughs> mink toilet paper you know what? I, I think if I was um, super rich, I would still want to eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, okay. I respect that. I love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's a great cereal. And it's... they don't even sponsor our podcast, but that's... No, but also, if Cinnamon Toast Crunch <laughs> wants to sponsor our podcast, we love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And I'll take back anything I said about the food lobby. You guys are good. Yeah, y'all are fine. If you want to throw some money. And that's capitalism, everybody. <laughs> but also the food uh, lobby is the worst. I mean, that's and a whole... And they will literally kill you and they don't care. <laughs> that's a whole other podcast about how we're just, we're just being killed by our food. Yeah. It's great. We'll, we'll take that up another time. Well, do you have, um, do you have any closing, closing remarks? My closing About, remark is yes. Um, if you're out there and you are one of these business owners, mm-hmm. um, think about doing the right thing, uh, yes. and not not the right thing for you, but the right thing for the greater good. Yeah. Uh, you know, other than that, you know, we're just kind of sitting ducks. But I, <laughs> I really do believe that something needs to be done in the next in the next few years. Um, so that, so that the next generation has a semblance of what we have today. Yeah. Be like Penzi Spices. Be a decent company. What is that? Oh, it's like a, I don't know if it's Midwest or what, but I didn't hear about it until I moved to St. Louis. It's a spice company and they're like, they like make spices that like make fun of Trump. Like they'll have a spice line (laughs) that's like impeachment and it's like, you know, sauce or something. That's funny. Yeah, and they're good. <laughs> they give money to the right people. So they're, they're a decent corporation. I don't believe there's any good corporations because capitalism is evil. <laughs> but they are a decent corporation. Also, Pensy Spices, if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> we got some, Hit us up. We got some Sorry, answers. I didn't know what you was. That's all right. You'll learn. I'll send you, I'll send you some fancy spices. Just kidding. I can't afford them. Uh, well, thank you so much for educating us about campaign finance re- reform. It was my pleasure. I know I learned a lot, so it was educational and fun. 
Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I can't wait to hear what amazing things that you're going to bring us this week. Oh my gosh. Yeah. After this break, buckle up. Hello. Hello. I was about to sing after these messages, we'll be right back, but that would be (laughs) to sing before the break. (laughs) Remember when we used to make home videos and we would do stuff like that? Yes. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah, good old days. Um, Also, I apologize. I'm a little congested, and so I'm sure you can hear me clearing my throat. Bro. So I have not even noticed. Oh, good. It's just I just feel very self conscious about it because I'm very phlegmy. Also, I've been eating a lot of cheese because I like I'm stress eating, <laughs> and that doesn't help. No, it certainly doesn't. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. On it on recording worse on recording days, I should probably go dairy free. To be honest. Yes, I've been thinking about going vegan for a little bit. Okay, so we've like. We've been looking into a lot of like vegetarian, vegan, plant-based yes life. And do y'all have an Aldi? We don't. We were supposed to get one, and then they backed out. I don't know why. <sighs> Bastards. I know. I was really excited we were getting one though. Oh, y'all should because they actually do. Like, I can't go to Whole Foods and be like buying stuff. Right. Like, well, I think we're they're trying to bring Trader Joe's, which would be great too. Trader Joe's is good. The produce at Aldi, though, is all organic. Really? And, yeah. And then, like, they have a lot of, like, plant-based stuff now. Because, you know, like, the plant-based meat stuff is, like, all the rage. Yeah. Um. So I bought some of that the other day. They had plant-based queso and other Have you dips. tried it? I tried it. It's legit good. And, you know, I'm picky about me queso. Mm-hmm. As you should be. Wow. So... Can I order this online? <laughs> I don't think so. But, like, next time you go to, like, Houston or something, go find an Aldi. Mm, good thinking. Also, they have a section of the store that's, like, home goods and stuff. And it's, like, legit my favorite place on earth. I have friends from across the country on Facebook always talking about what they found at Aldi. <laughs> it's, like, Aldi finds are real. Yeah. It's wonderful. Anyway, you should write a letter to Aldi and ask them to come to Beaumont. I'm on try, girl. Yeah. Like, I mean, there are multiple Aldis in Columbia, Missouri. There should be at least one in Beaumont. <laughs> Agreed. Um, anyway, I would love to talk more about vegan eating later. For sure. But let's get that, into That'll it. be next week. Next week, Yes. Also, there's a documentary about plant-based eating on um, Netflix. That's Game really... Changers. I watched it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Ashlyn started watching it, and then I got into town, and she turned it on, and it was <laughs> it was at the part where they were measuring the guy's boners while they slept. <laughs> and so I did not get any, like, explanation about what we were watching. She just turned on this show, and I was like, um, honey, what's this? <laughs> what's what's happening <laughs> anyway that was, I, that was the weirdest part it was well that's what i started with so that was fun nice. oh there's one in baytown Ooh, that's you could you could you could do that a little jaunt mm-hmm. 
Nice. Um, also, they deliver, so you can see what their delivery rate radius is. <laughs> is it 55 miles? <laughs> Maybe they'll meet you halfway. I would be down for that. Dear Aldi, will you meet me halfway between Beaumont and Baytown? We'll meet, we can meet in Winnie. Yes. Last time I saw Winnie, it was underwater. Bless it. <laughs> it's always underwater. It had like cat like white caps waves oh my god like, <laughs> the little fruit truck was just like surfing by yeah but climate change isn't real anyway. it's not it's fine everything's <laughs> fine um speaking of that lady that woman at the impeachment today mm-hmm. she was talking about like comparing what happened with ukraine to like something that people can understand did you hear yes. that part yes yes i did and i was like yeah. oh she's talking about where i live yes <laughs> she's talking about us <laughs> it's just uh you know and for people who who uh are listening and, and aren't aware so cat's hometown and where i currently live was hit by hurricane harvey in 2017 and then this year we got hit out of nowhere, really, with uh, Tropical Storm Imelda. That was wild. Yeah, nobody knew, and it just caught everybody totally off guard. Um, and Because they knew it was going to be, I guess, slow, but they didn't expect it to sit over us as long as it did. And it was just like Harvey. Um, mm-hmm. You know, after Harvey, we heard, oh, this is never going to happen again. This is a, you know, 500-year flood. Um, well surprise (laughs) uh you know and a lot of people that flooded during harvey uh their house flooded again and they had just i mean people were still moving in yeah um from getting their home rebuilt or uh redone and uh yeah i don't know how you explain those sorts of things that are happening at a faster rate um and more catastrophic than any other you know recorded era Mm -hmm. um and and legitimately say that climate change doesn't impact that to have i'm gonna call somebody out real quick to have randy weber be our um congressman for the district that we live in get him to continue to deny to have John Cornyn and Ted Cruz continue to deny that climate change is real is a slap in the face to the Gulf coast of Texas. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, a a perfect way to let your constituents know that you literally don't care if they lose everything that they've worked for or, you know, if they die. Like, yeah. Anyway, what were you going to talk about? (laughs) I mean, honestly, we could just keep going on about vegans and, and climate change, yeah. because teenage cat is just like, who were who were these people? Who did I turn into? Mm. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> like, think about if we went back in time and met those girls who were stealing that plant mm. in in middle school, and we were like, "Hey, this is what you turn into." They'd be like, "Absolutely not." I don't know if I would be like, "Absolutely not," or like, "Oh hell yeah." I mean, I, I, I think I can firmly say I'd be like, absolutely not. I feel like I was brainwashed enough to be like, oh no, everything you are is evil. 
Well, I guess. Well, I don't know. I thought I was straight back then. <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> Hers I mean, didn't know yet. I mean, we all thought we were straight back then. We didn't know what all those feelings meant. <laughs> we thought we just thought older pretty girls were just super cool. Right? We didn't know that we learned society taught us to com- to um, flip friendship and romantic feelings. Mm-hmm. And to unpack all that as an adult is like, oh, okay, so everything... I've thought since I was like 13 is backwards. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. I think back to some, okay. So I had a moment at um, one of those like hill country camps. Remember that? Yeah. Did you ever have to go to those? I went went to one hill country camp. Yeah. Um, Who was, who was taking us to those? I forgot who was in charge then. Monty, I think. Maybe. Woo. (laughs) <laughs> no ma'am <laughs> um, but I remember a hill country camp and one of the counselors was like walking around in this like bathrobe and I was like she's so cool she is just so cool and now I'm like honey <laughs> you were not cool is not the word that you were thinking Mm-mm. nope nope yeah you had to learn how to frame it and like oh I want to be that person yeah like oh she's so great I want to I want to be her so I'm gonna like spend all my time around her <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense in my brain yeah oh man and then yeah we got older and we were allowed to think what we had to think after years of therapy <laughs> And then all it all just bust right open. Wait a second. <laughs> I honestly don't know how anyone could have thought that either of us was straight, to be honest. Well, you... Definitely, you, definitely not me. Yeah, but you tried to hold on to it longer than I did. I did. I was like, are you sure? I kept giving it, like, one last shot. Yeah. I feel like... Well, I, I say I feel like everyone has this moment. I had that moment, you know, of yeah. that. If this is going to work, if this doesn't work, then I'm done. Yeah, where you're like, mm-hmm. dear Jesus, if you want me to be straight, make this work. Right, it, because you I can have... only feel like you're banging your head against the wall for so many years mm-hmm. until it just starts to drive you crazy. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, especially in the tradition that we grew up in, you know, just it wasn't even about the action of, you know, homosexual inner, you know, uh, sexual relations or whatever you want to call it. But it was just like being gay was wrong. Mm -hmm. And what that taught me was who you're a mistake like you know like your existence is not right you are just yelling into my soul right now and i'm right and i love it and i hate it yeah like realizing that i i probably didn't realize that that's how i felt Mm -hmm. until like i got sober 
Hmm. And I, it finally gave me the chance to like take a step back and really look at why I drink, you know, and mm-hmm. to, I, I drink to, to allow myself to exist like in, in some way I had to create a reality where it was okay for me to be there. Wow. Yeah. So Merry Christmas, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Give your gay cousin a hug (laughs) and tell your aunt Becky to shut the fuck up. I thought you were going to say, like, your Aunt Becky and her friend. (laughs) Also, your other Aunt Becky and her friend, give them a hug. (laughs) Everyone knows they're not roommates. They live in a one-bedroom. Right. (laughs) The first apartment Ashlyn and I lived in, um, it was a Mm one-bedroom. And the maintenance guy came one time, and he was like, yeah, I was talking to your roommate. And I was like, oh, honey, it's a (laughs) one-bedroom. We don't, we don't have to call him that anymore. One of you sleeps on the couch, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I had to laugh this summer. So my, my significant other came to. Uh, Is that make... the preferred term you're using? Significant other? I, that's kind of just what comes out because I like to be a total nerd. And I it like just that. sounds that's like. Some real boomer energy. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, What? It's the only boomer energy I'll allow. Well, you say bay, and I'm very much against that. Well, I'm going the opposite direction. I'm Gen Z. <laughs> I'm cool. I know what a Billie Eilish is. See? It, yeah, and I'm like 100 I listen years old. to Dua Lipa. Okay, for real, though, I really like Dua Lipa. <laughs> She's so good. I've watched her performance from the AMAs like 15 times. Ooh, I did not watch that, but now I'm going to. It's so good. My friend Myra was telling me I, all about all these different AMA performances because I hadn't watched, and there were some good ones. I, I really do like Dua Lipa's music, though. So. She's good. Anyway, your significant other. Yeah, so she came with um, my family on vacation this year, and so my whole family goes. So it's my parents, my siblings, their spouses, and their kids. And then it's always just been me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have kids, obviously. Well, it's not obvious to people who don't know me, but <laughs> I don't have any children. I can hear it in your voice that you don't have children. <laughs> you hear the disdain in my voice. Mm-hmm. I hear the freedom. <laughs> you know what, though? I can do whatever I want whenever I want. Woo! Um, it, so this was the first time that I brought somebody or that my parents even like the fact that they let me bring her was just like, I was preparing her the whole way for like, we're going to have to sleep in separate rooms mm-hmm. when we get there. And then when we got there, we didn't. Oh my gosh. What? Yeah. That was like intense breakthrough. That's <laughs> round breaking which i'm pretty sure it was probably like my sister was like mom they like they live together like <laughs> mom they're roommates at home yeah <laughs> they can be roommates here they have a four bedroom house and they only sleep in one of them <laughs> so <laughs> um <laughs> your house is four bedrooms it's huge oh my god Again. why did i buy this giant house it's so big, hard to clean big boomer energy yeah Wow, you've made it. 
get you a house cleaner fancy well i can't i'm not quite there (laughs) i went into a lot of debt (laughs) now i'm just trying to scrape by and pay off that debt and then maybe next year bring in the house next year the house cleaner i know what i'm getting you for christmas all right i'm getting you i'm getting you a merry maids (laughs) is that still a thing it's still a thing i think i sometimes see their cars nice I feel we like did get a Roomba, though. Ooh, oh. nice. Yeah, because we have three dogs, so. Yeah, yeah. Was I um, telling a story? <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about your significant other going on vacation, and y'all were roommates. Oh, yeah, now I remember. One of my nephews, <laughs> he's great. And he is uh, 10, maybe? Nine sure or ten? You're not sure about that. No, he is ten. He's been <laughs> ten this year. Um, he was like, "Why is Melissa here?" Because <laughs> like she'll come with me over to their house sometimes. They live in in the Houston area, so it's close enough. We'll go over uh-huh. there for the day. So they I've know. I've been her. there when she was there. Oh, that's right. Um, oh, I almost fell backwards in this chair. Careful. Uh, <laughs> he was like, "Why? Why is Melissa here?" Because <laughs> she's, like, not in our family, you know? I mean, he didn't say that part. My mom was like, well, that's JJ's roommate. I was like, all right. Diffuse the situation, Deb. You know what? Two steps forward. You one know, step, I, one step I'm, back. I'm fine with it. Because, when, like, when he gets old enough, like, because Austin knows. You know, yeah. we're we're together. Yeah. And he's what well, he turned thirteen this year, which makes me feel so old. Oh my gosh. I yeah. remember when he was born. Yeah, I do. I do. I mean it's more normal for you to remember because it's actually your nephew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I remember when your nibblings were born too. Yeah. Ugh. They're also how, great. How old's um your oldest oh, now? Do not test me on this. Is he? Te- I think he's ten. Yeah, is that right? He he probably would be because he was still kind of a baby when he was born when I was we working had at Central. So two thousand. Wait, that would have been two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. He was born two thousand nine. Yeah, so he's ten. He's ten. Yeah, because remember, he's gonna, or he's going to turn ten. That Thanksgiving, our families did it at Virginia Beach at a beach yes. House. I just I just posted that picture. Yeah. On your on your wall, I feel like this week especially people that <laughs> are gonna generally have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> you know what? They love listening to us talk, though. Stick around. <laughs> you might you might know something. Something might be familiar. This has been nineteen minutes of us just chatting. <laughs> no, I mean obviously, this is a fun conversation for me. Um, I just like talking to you no matter what. Well, right. Um, And this, you know, talking about our experience, you know, being queer women. I'm still getting used to using that word. How do you feel? It's not my favorite. No, I'm, it's, it, it rolls off my tongue weird. But I always used to say gay, but now I feel like I can't say gay anymore because like, I know, I guess I can still use gay. I say gay. That's what I use as my umbrella term. Mm -hmm. So anyway. Um, my topic will happen next week, but 
So it kind of hijacked your time too. <laughs> it'll still be, it'll still be important. No, but um, no, thank you for sharing. The internet is just a hole okay. that I find myself in because now I'm looking at the jobs on the Aldi corporate website. <laughs> Are you looking, <laughs> you're looking for a job at Aldi? I'm not, but I, you know what? I like to go and look at, like, I love my job, so uh-huh. I'm, I'm not interested in going anywhere anytime soon, but, uh, I do see, like to go. Want to see what's out there. Just yes. Case. Yes, I do. <laughs> anyway. Oh, are we wrapping it up? I mean, we've gone on a while. We're going <laughs> to be in people's ears for a long time this week. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah. I mean, listen, don't, whatever. We're still here. We'll st- we're, we're still talking. Yep. But also thank you for listening. Yeah, we're so glad you're here. We're so glad that you're part of this journey with us. Yes, thank you for sharing your time with us mm-hmm. and listening to our rambles. We hope that you learned something this week, or I hope that you got a little laugh out of it. And hopefully both. Yes. Send and us a message, rate us five stars, subscribe. Yes, leave us Follow some us re- on Twitter. Leave us some reviews. Yes. I love getting the feedback, even if it's bad. Just kidding. Don't send us bad feedback. <laughs> this is just for fun. You don't have to, like, tell me my my voice is weird. <laughs> but thank you all so much for listening. Julie, thank you for spending this time with me. Thank you for spending it with me. I love you, bud. I love you, too. <laughs> Bye. Bye.